This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1002. Show someone how they're affecting you with these phrases. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Do you ever feel the need to tell someone that they're making you nervous? Make your conversations deeper and more dynamic with these natural expressions. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Excellent, Michelle. How about you? Good, good, good. I'm just enjoying the rest of the summer. And mm-hmm. yeah, everything's good here. We've been going through some really hot days, but everything's good. And so on those really hot days, I I sometimes I feel terrible about it. But sometimes I just like want to stay in the air conditioning, maybe just watch some TV, catch up on any shows I'm watching. You know, Lindsay, do you ever just do that? Oh, totally. Totally. I do that. I mean, right now, uh, we are watching the reruns of the first season of Sex in the City. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. So you like that show. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that show. And actually, oh, man, we're recording this a little bit in advance, but I think Orange is the New Black is going to be coming out soon. Oh, uh, okay. The, the next, did you ever get into that one? Orange is the New Black? Uh, oh, yeah. We've definitely talked about this show, but I haven't watched it in like a oh season or gosh. two. I don't know yeah. why I got out of it, but I have to get back into it. You should get back into it because the new yeah. season's coming out, I think, very soon. So dive into it, Michelle. You'll get hooked. I gotta do it. Yeah. Well, well, Sex in the City, I didn't really watch it like when it was on live. I don't know why I wasn't that into it. I think I was more watching, busy watching Friends. Um, but I watched the reruns and then I became a fan. Like, it's such a good mm-hmm. show. And actually, um, we have a question from a listener about, um, something that she heard on the show. Okay, this will be fun. Cool. All right. So should I read the listener's question then? You want me to dive in? Sure. Sure. Go ahead. All right. So this question is from Nozomi from Japan. Um, And she says, hi, girls, almost one year has passed since I started to listen to your wonderful podcast through which you're rubbing off on me, like your way of speaking. (laughs) I love it. I love it. For sure. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, you often repeat the phrases. I've been doing that lately. All right, cool. Hey, Nozomi, it's great because you can develop your own character, your own personality within a new language. How cool, right? Love Love that. So for studying in an enjoyable way, I've been watching TV shows and movies. Last week, I finally completed the whole series of Sex in the City. In the show, four New York girls often say, I'm freaked out or you're freaking me out. I somehow understand what they mean from the context, like I'm messed up, but not 100%. Could you tell me the exact meaning? And Sex in the City is set mostly in the 90s. Is this phrase out of date or still popular? 
Um, let's see if you have one if you have more time left on the recording please tell me what TV shows you recommend it'll be very helpful I've once tried Portlandia but they spoke so fast that I couldn't catch and lost my confidence in listening I was freaked out <laughs> thanks a lot Nozomi <laughs> from Japan okay awesome okay great okay great question so I mean I think Nozomi it's wonderful that you're watching TV shows to get examples of real English and I wonder, I understand why you question yourself on the popularity of the phrase because Sex and the City is now, you know, considered to be a little bit of an older show. Um, so it's important to think about these things when you're choosing what TV shows to watch, like from what, from, you know, what year and do the phrases match up. So it shows that you're really at this good level in your English that you're thinking about this. Oh yeah, for sure. We because we just started watching reruns of the first season, and I, and the fashion is so dated. The fashion more mm. than the phrases actually. The fashion is so like early not I guess mid nineties. It's just very nineties. It's so funny. Right, <laughs> right, right. I know it's funny to look back on that. On that, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's more about the fashion than the language. Um, so you know, we we have a couple episodes where we've talked about uh, this freaking out, right? So we have the one uh a I, oh, why didn't the number come in here? So, um, one episode is about talking about your fears, right? Um, and one is 885 is talking about expressing worry or concern. So these would be good episodes to listen to. Yeah. So guys, uh, for the fears one, the first one we referred to, it's actually 417. But remember now in the app, if you listen inside the app, you can actually just type in the word fears uh, and that will come up now. So that's something very cool that you can't do if you just listen inside the podcast app. So listen in our app at allearsenglish.com forward slash bonuses for iOS users. You guys can pull those episodes up right away. For sure. And also, we have an episode about um, watching TV shows, right? Like, uh, we, we've done a couple episodes on watching TV shows. Um, for example, one is about like watching TV shows to practice English, and you can uh, search for that one as well. Okay, cool. Yeah, so All just type right. in TV and that episode. Yeah, that's a guys. great idea. Yeah, that's a great idea. So today we want to talk about this phrase in kind of a little bit of a different way because we've po focused mostly on the phrase as meaning scared or concerned. Mm -hmm. um, so first of all, yeah, we talked about you had me freaked out um, mm. in, or you're, I'm freaking out. So the listener is asking doesn't mean I messed up. What do you think, Lindsay? No, I think that's because even just saying I messed up is vague in what that means. That could mean a lot of different things. That's yeah. not exactly the right meaning here. Uh, Nozomi, it's more about being nervous, being anxious, uh, right. having a reaction to something. Right. So like I'm freaked out or you're freaking me out. These could definitely mean that somebody is scaring them. Maybe they're in like a haunted house mm -hmm. or maybe they're using um, freak out to talk about a scary movie. Right. Or I mean, or maybe they're concerned. Like you can listen to all the different ones, but want to focus on one today. So I think in these situations um, it, that are on the show, probably it's likely that they're talking about um, making someone nervous in some way. Um, yeah. It doesn't always have to be a big deal. I'm scared. I'm concerned. Blah, blah, blah. Right. But we use these, this phrase in both scary and small situation. I think it's it, situations. It's very conversational. And I think it's still used today. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Let's get some examples thrown out there for our listeners. Yeah. Then. What's one, Lindsay? All right. So stop talking about how hard Miss Smith's class is. You're freaking me out, right? You're making me nervous. You're making me anxious. 
Right, right, right. Or I could say like, where is my credit card? Okay, now I'm freaked out because I just saw it, right? It's just like more about like a nervous than a scared, right? I know these are very, I mean, they're very, very close and you can definitely hear other examples on the other, uh, on the other episodes. But, um, yeah, I think they're very, very closely connected, but I'm just imagining how it may have been used on the show. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There's, um, yeah, but it's a good expressive phrase. So definitely use it, you know, make an effort to really understand what it means today, guys, to add color to your language. Definitely. So, I mean, you can see that these examples, they weren't about huge fears, just about like some anxiety that you can talk about in the moment and really share with someone and connect with them over how you're feeling. Yeah, I agree, Michelle. Cool. Okay. What else? Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, today we're going to talk about some other ways you can say something similar in these situations, right? Because and many of the ways you use, uh, many of the ways here are used to tell someone else that their behavior is making you nervous. (laughs) (laughs) And which I think is an important skill for connection. Don't you think, Lindsay? I do think that. I, I think for sure you need to you need to explain the impact that someone else is having on you. Exactly. I mean, these are not things you want to say to your boss, right? Like, oh, to your boss that you're freaking me out. That's not really something that we want to express. You don't want to place blame or anything like that. These are phrases for your friends, your Sex in the City friends, or your or your family members, or to anyone who you can be a little less formal with and you reveal your true emotions to. Right, Lindsay? Yeah. And this is, you know, this is kind of a bit of a, a little bit of a grammar here. What we're doing is we're flipping things around, right? Instead of saying, I'm nervous, we're, we're saying that person, for example, is making me nervous, right? You're making me nervous is a way of adding variety to the way that we say something, guys. And that's going to make your language interesting. Do you want to maximize your learning time and only learn the words that natives actually use? Get the 100 most common words in English. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash one zero zero. It's an ebook and you can download it immediately. Allearsenglish.com forward slash one zero zero. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For sure. For sure. So what's one thing that we could say, Lindsay? Well, we've just been okay, saying Okay, so it. I just said it. Yeah. So, we just said it. so <laughs> say something like you're making me nervous. Mm-hmm. Which means the same thing as saying I'm nervous, but you're mm-hmm. saying that that person is the reason that you're nervous. <laughs> right? Right, right. So you could say like, okay, I wasn't scared of the subways in New York, but now you're making me nervous. It's yeah. like, you're, you know, you're telling me, you're telling me uh, all these things and I'm getting, I'm getting nervous. I'm getting a little bit freaked out, right? Yeah, it's making our, it's making you sound um, kind of more dynamic in the way you express yourself, guys, if you start doing this, adding this other dimension to the way you structure the sentences. Love it. Exactly. What's another thing you could say? 
You're stressing me out. <laughs> Michelle, you're really stressing me out right now. <laughs> uh, am really. I really? <laughs> no, no. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, good. Uh, I wouldn't want to stress you out. Okay. Um, good. So, yeah. So, so, what's something you could say? Well, you could say something like, come on, just tell me when the party, when my party is. You're stressing me out. Mm-hmm. Right. Good. Surprise party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then the last one is just very similar to you're making me nervous. You're making me anxious. It's like saying I'm anxious. So like, just open the envelope already. You're making me anxious. Mm, This makes me think of like college acceptance letters, right? Yes. Yes, me too. I remember it was always like thick or thin, right? It's like if you got a thin envelope from the college, it was probably a rejection (laughs) letter. But if you got a thick envelope, like a package, it was a it was an acceptance letter. And I don't know, just makes me think of that. Like what's inside the envelope? I know. I know. That's (laughs) definitely it made me think of that, too. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. So I mean, Lindsay, why is this important to be able to express? Well, I mean, we need to be able to connect here, guys, right? In in more than one way, okay? So mm-hmm. you want to help people understand how their behavior is affecting you. And, you know, what we said in other episodes is what makes you tick, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the person said it in a joking way and you want to reflect that back to them and show them how they make you feel. This is what builds that connection, that relationship. Yeah, I, I think that when we're speaking in a new language, we want to be able to be dynamic and build that kind of relationship, show them that they're affecting you in some way, good or bad. Right, right, right. I think that that's really key. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to, have to be honest, right? <laughs> Yeah, this is the art of communication. It's so good. So it's so cool to be able to just show people how they affect you. So important. For sure. For sure. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and show some of these examples. So in this role play, Lindsay is telling me about what to expect when I go to Boston. So this is a conversation yeah. we may have had last year before the last urban year. adventure. Right. Because this year you were in our New York urban adventure, which by the That's time this right. comes out, this will have already taken place. But we do have the Boston adventure coming up this. Uh, when is this episode coming out, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> coming up this week, actually, coming up at the end of the week. We are super excited for that. And Jessica will be in town. So if you guys are joining the Boston Adventure, we can't wait to see you. All right. Just a side for point. Sure. And okay. these these things, are, sometimes from role plays, I end up making things up about a place. So guys, I don't know if this is true in <laughs> yeah. Boston. Lindsay, you can tell me. All oh, right. Yeah. So here we go. Go ahead. All right. So Michelle, the Uber station isn't that great. Situ- the Uber situation. situation. <laughs> the Uber situation isn't that great. Why? Well, it's expensive and the tea is hard to figure out. Okay, you're making me nervous, Lindsay. How will I find my way around? Well, just make sure your phone is charged and you can call me. Also, the station's in a bad area, so watch your purse. Okay, Lindsay, you're kind of stressing me out here. I'm sorry. No, really, you're freaking me out. I will have a lot of bags. No, 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 it's fine. I'm making you anxious, I know, but it's really fine. Okay. <laughs> it sounds like you're going to have to like walk through like the south side of Chicago or something to get yeah. to the urban <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, why not? Um, so, yeah, you're kind of in the situation making me nervous, right? So you're talking about how the tea is hard to figure out and the Uber is bad. So I said, okay, you're making me nervous, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you okay. said you're making me nervous. All right, so that's the first thing you said. You're making me nervous, and then and then you said you're kind of stressing me out here, right? And those are two words that you can add. Like you're kind of stressing me out here, right? Mm. That sounds really natural to me. 
Yeah, that makes it sound more natural. These are, you know, we try. We could do a whole episode on adding here. Maybe we can note that down, Michelle, that that would be a good episode, right? Adding mm-hmm. here at the end of a statement uh, to sound more natural. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. That would be awesome. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that for sure. I have noted it. Cool. Okay. And then and then you said, oh, no, really, you're freaking me out. It sounds like you're escalating in terms of your your stress. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm getting more and more nervous as the time goes by. It's not good. It's not good. And then you said we you, you flipped it around. Actually, you said I'm making you anxious. I know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're yeah. you're kind of taking responsibility here. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. All right. I I know I'm making you anxious, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys, you know, guys, one thing I wanted to say is be careful when you say like you're doing something like this is definitely putting the responsibility on the other person and blaming them. So you have to say it in a way that's non-confrontational and only with people you can speak with that way, right? You don't like in a formal work situation, you know, you don't want to say that or things like that, right? Yeah, that's a good point, Michelle. Really good point. Just, you know, just listen to native speakers and see the tone that they use when they use this way of communicating, saying that someone is doing something to you. Someone is making you feel in a certain way. For sure, for sure. And then, you know, to answer other questions, we've recommended a lot of TV shows um, to our listeners in other episodes, but some other ones to watch. I know modern ones. I haven't watched this, but I know that it's probably a good one is Fuller House. Or yeah. uh, Will and Grace? Anything else, Lindsay? Well, The Big Bang Theory, I don't know that one, but I know people like it. Uh, this Is Us, which is heartbreaking. <laughs> it's Do really you watch sad. That uh, we had to stop watching it because it got so sad. Um, yeah. It's, I, it's, a sad, really, it's such a good show, so that might it. be one. Yeah, I, The I, Big... Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. The Big Bang Theory might be a little bit fast as, in terms of what I've heard. I haven't really watched it that much, but I know there's a lot of fast language in there. But This Is Us, I think, is oh, I love that show. It's beautiful. It's sad, though. And I think right now I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were saying we're having a resurgence in like second time around shows like uh, mm-hmm. Full House was the yes. original. Right. And now it's Fuller House where they right. have the kids have kids. And then there was before I didn't watch it, but there was the um, resurgence of Roseanne. But that got taken oh, yep. off the air because of big controversy. But the point is, right now we're in a moment where old shows are kind of being recycled. I think people are looking for this nostalgia or something of these I also heard that Saved by the Bell is coming back for a resurgence. Oh, well, or something. that would be amazing. That would be fun. <laughs> that so, would be kind amazing. of interesting what's happening right now in TV culture. For sure. So, guys, yeah, use these phrases. Watch some of these shows. Freak out is not outdated. Um, mm-hmm. And it's great, you know, to learn from TV and good to think about the age of the show you're watching, right? Mm-hmm. And the other thing is it's important to be honest with someone that, when they make you feel nervous, but be careful about your tone, right? And make sure that you don't lose the connection. Yeah, and I like this episode today because, like I said, it adds that dynamic of showing someone that they're affecting you, and this makes it a real exchange, like a real connection. I mean, we're not going to be flat when we start speaking like this, you know? I love it. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. Very good point. All right. Well, Lindsay, this has been good, and thanks for hanging out today. Hey, it's been fun, Michelle, as always, and welcome to Being Beyond Episode 1000. So exciting. (laughs) okay very exciting yay awesome (laughs) all right guys leave us a review let us know what you think of the show and we'll announce your name on the show and make sure you subscribe so that you get all of our episodes four days a week on all ears english okay all right well this has been good all right have a good one guys 
Bye, Michelle. Take care. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.